0: What's going everybody welcome to this week's episode of across the bifrost this is the mighty thor podcast where on each and every week we explore the world of marvel's mighty thor i am your host ryan does and on today's episode we get to uh we get to have another creator conversation uh with an amazing artist who has worked on a recent limited series the jane foster and the mighty thor limited series written by thorne grunbeck we are we are so proud, so happy to welcome Michael Dowling to the show. Michael, welcome to Across the Bifrost.
1: Hey, everyone, Thanks for having me.
0: We are. Uh, I mean, we, we've been talking back and forth for a little bit, and I, yep. I we we, st- we started um, was it a few months back when the first issue of, of Jane Foster's limited series came came out? Um, I think it was maybe back in the summer, right around when the movie came out, um, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we had Thorin on the show to preview this and we're having you on to review it. So we're bookending it with- Yeah, now we're awesome. wrapping it up. Yeah, yeah, it's good, good stuff. Did you, I'm just curious,
1: did you by chance see the movie? Like- Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was, I was that first day, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I loved it, it was great. I thought, I really,
0: uh,
1: I really dug it, yeah.
0: It, it, I, I don't know, I'll, I'll probably never know this feeling, but what was it like drawing a comic about like a character that was like so like in the zeitgeist of like comic conversations for for that like stint of time was that kind of weird or were you like yeah that's
1: my book on the stands that you you guys are all excited about (laughs) yeah i mean it was um um i mean in some ways it's 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 you know you don't put the two things together because you're not because you you, you know you're not personally involved with the film right well of course yes (laughs) um, and and I was coming off of drawing Spider-Man, so so, which had kind of of blown my uh, mind somewhat. And then to kind of get the opportunity, yeah, to to draw Thor as well, was another kind of atomic kind of mind bomb. Um, And so, People would ask me, Oh, what are you doing? And I went, Oh, I'm drawing the Thor. And they'd be like, What? <laughs> and, and then they were sort of, and you know, some people would kind of drag their children over and point at me as a sort of, you know, he's drawing him, he's drawing the thaw. Um uh, I was like, Oh, yeah, but I'm not, uh, I haven't directed the film. Really. He's <laughs> like, I'm not Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> like, it's... I'm not Chris Hemsworth or uh, Toko but, Matiti, but I am having a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so the, 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 the two things are different, but it was, yeah I, I, I definitely got some bragging rights on the school run for sure. <laughs> I, I have so uh do, do you do you have do you have kids like I've got a couple of kids yeah. So yeah.
0: you must have been like the coolest dad for like a week but then they probably like found something cooler after
1: that. <laughs> well I mean they, they they've they moved on from that a, a long time ago I think um, if, you know if I if I tell my my, my young drawer and I tell him oh I'm drawing Thor and he was like oh yeah I was drawing Thor earlier today and he <laughs> it's totally the same thing totally <laughs> yeah, the, same. the same thing <laughs> yeah um yeah, so I, I basically I need to get him up to the level where he can start taking over on the backgrounds and things like that. And, and you yeah. could have like like an like an
0: in house like studio. You just you, yes. know, you do the foreground <laughs> stuff and you just like hand over a yeah. sheet to him. Oh, that'd be yeah be perfect. And, and
1: I, you know I'll tell him that the standard rate is you know like a, a buck an hour. It's. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll, he'll
0: realize years later, like, hey, I yes, think dad did. ripped me off.
1: Yeah, but it's fine because he can go to therapy and sort of work. Yeah, and
0: I'm, I'm assuming yeah. like he's not paying his own rent yet or, you know,
1: stuff like it's, that. Exactly. Jews are Jews. Are, a Jew
0: yeah <laughs> okay okay um so i mean i i it's really hard like to uh because i've been reading these comics over the last few months and uh torn came on the show and uh, she was an absolute delight um and i still think she holds our f-bombs record um nice. which is uh which is a, a record that a few have attempted but uh i, I think she's steadily at number one um yeah. But when she came on, we were talking about this book kind of hypothetically, like what could be in this book. And she even told us, she's like, you're, you're going to be really happy with this book. You're also going to I'm going to break your heart a little bit with this book. And I think there's a lot that I wanted to you know, bring out in our discussion a little bit later about this book, because I really did enjoy it. But I, I wanted listeners to get to know you a little bit, and then we can maybe jump into some comics uh, in, in a moment. Um, yeah. A question that we start off our conversations with. Um, I mean, you can be as serious with this or as like, I mean, you can choose a realm like of, 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 of the, the world tree, but where in the nine realms does Michael Dowling call home?
1: <laughs> uh, that's uh, you know we have to remember the names of the nine realms now right right this is well, it's it's uh vanaheim which is um uh, you know the kind of the, the ruins and uh the, the, you, uh the um but also it's kind of a beautiful mountainous region and, uh, right it's very um, idyllic very idyllic yeah yeah and i think when when i was drawing thor uh, that the Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor, uh, when, I, when I was specifically drawing moments in Vanaheim, I was, thinking, you know, I was looking at a lot of reference photos of um, uh, the, the, the big kind of uh, uh, Yellowstone, places like that. You know, right. The, the big national parks. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, it, and it really uh, got me feeling I sh- I would like to go there, you know. So, I mean, seeing as that feels like it's, that's probably be as close as I'll get to Vanaheim. <laughs> you know it's
0: it's funny uh you're the first artist to you're the first person to say Vanaheim yet mm-hmm. um, because i think maybe most people forget about Vanaheim, um because it's it's not usually like the forefront of most thor stories it's where like all the old yeah. gods lived and i mean we've had muspelheim has been mentioned you know by, sure. by some of our, our, our edgier guests and you know yeah. we had um a few a few weeks ago we had Joe Sabino on the on the show and he was like Alfheim I have no interest in fighting um yeah. and then we finally we finally marked Vanaheim off I, I feel like I should start taking like a record of these to yeah, see if we can yeah. finally Just get to, 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 all, to all of them to, to, yeah tally them up, tally them up. <laughs> but yeah. uh I mean Vanaheim's a great answer um yeah. I was curious Michael what were some of your because you're you're, you're a comics artist, but what are some of your favorite Favorite, you know, first memories of comics and superheroes.
1: Um, a lot, a lot of my, a lot of my early comics memories come from just things that were just lying around the house because I, I had an, uh, I've got an older brother, who's three years older than me, who um, was reading um, uh, Spider-Man in 2000 AD and things like that. Um, And so this was back when you could easily get uh, um, Marvel and DC Comics just from just from your local shops in Britain. It doesn't work like that anymore, sadly, but um, the distribution model changed in the 90s. But yeah, uh, um, yeah, you could just go to any shop and there would be just copies of uh, Amazing Spider-Man and Hulk and things like that. Uh, and so they were just, so I just grew up with them around. You know, if you reach down the side of the sofa, like under the cushions, you you pull out a Todd a top <laughs> McFarlane Spider Man, you know, and, just, and then just crumple it back in there when you were finished. You know, oh it was, man. It's it terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that's probably my my kind of earliest memory it was a kind of the magazine rack by the side of the sofa. It was just these uh, one, wonderful Todd McFarlane Spider Man's, so you, you just kind of pull out and marvel at how many webs he'd drawn on a page. <laughs>
0: like what's that one that one famous spider-man cover where it's pretty much just all webs and then like (laughs) spider-man's like in there like but it's it's yeah. completely yeah. you know uh oh, it's it's an iconic cover yeah um, spider-man's getting himself cozy right right, right. <laughs> it's, it's making it a <laughs> nest like a spider would um yeah. well and you've already mentioned spider-man a few times and i'm wondering yeah. um did, was he like a childhood favorite or did you have other yeah. childhood favorites yeah
1: absolutely yeah Sp- spider-man was a big a big one for me and then um uh, and i think at one point i was so i think what, whilst Todd McFarlane was drawing the amazing Spider-Man, um, okay, um, uh, the um, no, I'm trying to remember the the, the writer's name, who did, uh, Craven's Last Hunt, uh, J. J. J-, De J- uh, De, De yeah, Demateus. Uh, De Demateus, there you go. Um, so and so he was doing a run on Spectacular Spider-Man, um, okay, uh, which was uh, writing it, uh, and and it was a it was a really good run. Um, yeah, so I think that kind of, yeah, that kind of, uh, and then reading things like Craven's Last Hunt*. So I was reading those things when I was a kid, and it was only right. in my teenage years I discovered you know, *Watchmen* and *Dark Knight Returns* and things like that. Um, right. But uh, but yeah, as as a sort of kid to be reading that stuff, it, it was it seemed kind of, you know I loved I, yeah I loved it at the time. It's, you know, I it, love it now. It's it's great stuff. It,
0: *Last Hunt* is one of those like. Kraven's my favorite Spider-Man villain and uh yeah. like I mean you can't I mean you can't really be you can't be a Spidey fan if you don't know about Kraven's last
1: hunt I mean yeah, it's, it's, it's an iconic it's, story it's seminal stuff yeah yeah and the fact that it sort of, it ran across all the Spider-Man titles at the same time because they knew there had to be continuity because Spider-Man's buried alive in this story and it would I mean, be <laughs> weird if he's if he's fight, fighting the Hobgoblin in, in, right, in right. he's like series. he's yeah
0: he's buried alive in one book but he's doing fine in the other ones yeah, like yeah, him, just... him and
1: mj are getting ice creams in spectacular <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> oh that's that's fantastic um did you have you you mentioned mcfarland i mean he you know already a few times like he's such you know, he's one of those artists like it's you, it just his name kind of brings up a, a vibe and uh and um maybe some memories did you have like some early creative memories trying to like emulate him was that like where your artistry
1: began i mean somewhat i mean it i mean it seemed kind of insurmountable when i was a kid you know you just um you, you know and I, I did i, I also um i also really like the, uh, the 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 teenage ninja turtles around, there, around the, the time as well the Eastman nice. and, the mirage eastman and led stuff um which um which I think I became aware of because a um, the four-player uh, coin uh, arcade machine. Oh, it's such uh, a, such a good uh, cabinet game. Yeah, oh, and so, so because good. yeah, and so that appeared, and then in in and, and we had no idea what it was. It was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What's this? Because the cartoon hadn't come over yet. Oh, really? Yeah. So all we had, our only knowledge of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Was the arcade cabinet? It's this amazing arcade, four-player arcade machine. That's which awesome. We, which which we would play after going to the skate park. So, so the next time I went to the comic book shop to pick up Spider-Man and 2008 AD or whatever, I was like, well, look, these are these Ninja Turtle things. But I didn't pick up the Archie comics. I, I picked up the, the Mirage stuff and I started yeah. buying the back issues. And in a way, the kind of the that black the black and white comics and the kind of um, kind of it's it's essentially a less refined kind of approach to art to comic art yeah not better or worse but just kind of you know um that felt more more attainable to me okay So, so in a way that kind of gave me a way in looking at black and white comics and then um, and then I started reading like Cerebus the Bark and, um, uh, you know, Flaming Carrot You know, I kind of got interested in the in the black and white comics, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, it's kind of a wild uh, introduction to independent comics. Uh, There's a lot of talking animals back then. Right. <laughs>
0: If you had told me at the beginning of the day, like, Hey, Ryan, there will be a flaming carrot reference in your day somewhere. I'd be like, okay. I'm yeah. I'm like, I'm aware. Like I'm, I, that is such a yeah. wild book. I feel like that's a yeah. book. Like it almost has a, it almost has like a cult following unto its own because yeah. it's, it's so out there. It's so weird. Yeah.
1: Um, and it's so great. <laughs> I
0: mean, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. so it stands, it stands really by itself it uh, does, in a lot of does. ways. Yeah.
1: um and I think, I think a lot of that, a lot of, uh, you know, um, a lot of that stuff. I think, like Usagi Ojimbo, I think also is a book that I read then. That you know, I did. I knew that people. I knew that it was a well-respected book, but I think over the years, it's 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 kind of gathered the the you know the, the appreciation that it deserves. You know, yeah, it's such such a great comic, and I, I still love reading Usagi Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the talking animal books still good right anything with
0: a talking (laughs) animal michael is down
1: for it Um, as long
0: as as he's back away
1: yeah
0: (laughs) right (laughs) did did you like when was that point where you you took like um you're like okay i can draw these certain things but when was that like turn where you're like oh i want to be a comic book artist or i
1: want to like focus on this kind of path for my life yeah i mean that's yeah i mean that's it actually came much later in life i think when i was at when i was getting ready to leave school like they uh, over here in britain we have like um careers careers they call careers advisors okay I do, and i don't know how you get that job i don't know what qualifications you need <laughs> to get that job but it, i imagine it's quite a daunting kind of proposition because you've got all these kind of 16 year olds kind of kind of slouching into an office to tell you you know well in my case i i would i would like to be a professional skateboarder a stuntman, or a comic book artist <laughs> it's like it's okay all right this, the, okay kid You're like i don't a, know what to do with that <laughs> yeah yeah and of course this was back in the in the day when you know the, the idea was to knock this kind of thing out of kids you know okay. oh yeah you know that's that's fine all these ambitions but really you should be uh you should go to college and be a mechanic or something you should, to should be serious to, you know yeah you should go and get a job go and uh, study uh, Be 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 a mechanic or something you know it's um uh, uh it's, you know so it quite it felt quite um at, at that kind of age it felt kind of unattainable yeah you know, i wasn't sure and, and i always i always struggled with the patience to sit down i would draw a page of comics my own ideas and then i would kind of i'll kind of burn out and then Mm. kind of move on um uh, so actually so actually i I went to art school uh and and did painting uh rather than than illustration comics um and so i went through the whole art school uh, process doing that and then i did a postgraduate um and all the time, I and then I was teaching for a bit, and all the time I was painting. But it wasn't until a, it wasn't until a friend of mine uh, who was making a film, he was kind of looking around for a story storyboard artist. Okay, uh, I said, well, I could, I I can draw things, you know. Right. And, 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 <laughs> I'm familiar with drawing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I draw good, uh and um, <laughs> I mean, I, I drew, I didn't, I drew terribly, but <laughs> he did. Know. Uh, but. But I had uh, such a blast doing the storyboards. Of this film. was a good, short science fiction film. And um, uh, and around at the same time, I started reading uh, Hellboy. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, and then I started with well, it. Sort of two things happened at the same time. I was like, well, actually, there is still quite a lot of new things to do with comics. You know, there's still a lot to be done with the language of comics, you know. Right. And, and also I'm discovering that I'm kind of I'm kind of into it, you know, after <laughs> doing these storyboards, it might be, maybe this was worth a go. So I, so I suggested to my friend, well, why don't we do, who was making the film, I said, well, why don't I do a little short comic as a sort of promotion thing? And then when you're going to festivals and whatnot, you can give people the, Oh cool! A, you know, the DVD of your film, and we'll we'll put a little A five comic. We'll tuck a little comic book inside the DVD, and then nice. can just flick through it and get the vibe, and that might you know get them to watch the film. Um, yeah, so and, and basically that. So I did a twelve page comic to to go with the film, and that was but, you know, but I was like thirty at that point. So okay, so I so I you know I I there'd been a long stretch until until I kind of resolved that maybe this was a thing that I could do. But I think a lot of it's to do with patience, right? You know, said, yeah. well, well, you know just having the patience to sit down and draw draw things, you know, like page after page. It's, 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 comics is a discipline, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it's it's I, I mean i'm sure that there may be some some fans out there um fans and and i i have a, i have a follow-up question because when you said patience it made me it made me think of something um that i, I really did want to ask you um there's probably fans out there that are like they probably look at you know an issue of you know of black cat you've worked on or spider-man or, or jane foster like oh i could do that if i feel like if i tried like for a little while i could do that but what you're saying like what you're saying is like it is so daunting. Like sometimes you don't even realize how daunting it is. And like, uh, do you have any advice for like maybe fans that would say like, Oh no, no, I, I don't, I don't think I can do that. I don't think I'm better than the artist. but like, I want to someday try, I want to someday yeah. like work, put in the work. Like you said, it's a discipline. Yeah. It's a, it's a skill you keep refining. Do you have any advice for for artists out there that would look at this and be like, well, I, I I feel I feel it's daunting looking at a Michael Dowling comic and being like, I could never do that. Just like how yeah. you said you had looked at Fart McFarlane or Mignola
1: earlier on. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's that thing you look at, oh, I don't know, I don't know how to get that from where I am with my kind of short-armed muscle man that I'm drawing. You know,
0: how do <laughs> my I move? short-armed muscle
1: man. Great. And Of course, the thing to do is just to it's just to do it just to draw um but uh, but then 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 the problem is okay so it's very it's it's very time consuming and um uh uh, you know and if you're not being initially you are obviously probably not being paid for it Uh, yeah you know you, you need to generate pages for your portfolio in order to show an editor and hopefully get some work right so you need i think you need to uh a re- you know you need to organize a, a situation where you know you kind of have to you know you need to make an agreement with a writer or with uh a you know um uh an, a kind of small press anthology any 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 way that you can give yourself um a deadline to hit right because otherwise it's really hard. I'm sure you know. It's really hard to achieve something unless you've got like solid goals, right? You yeah, know. yeah. And with comics, a lot of those goal, a lot of those goals are to do with hitting deadlines
0: is deadlines.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's um, yeah. I, that would be my advice. Find a way to find a way that forces you to structure your time into into achieving achieving pages
0: and i I hope like um I hope someone maybe listens to this um they listen to like our creator conversations that we do um and they say like, oh okay, well like they're 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 a normal person they're a regular person like i i you know if I put in the work you know and I, and I keep refining it, maybe I can someday. Um, yeah, I think because so. I, think I, so. I think the world, the world needs more, more artists. It needs more art and the yeah. storytellers and, yeah. Yeah. um, well, I'm not sure.
1: I'm, I'm not sure I need any competition, but yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I, in, yeah. principle, we, in we, principle, we need, right? we need <laughs> storytellers that don't take
0: work away from Michael. That's, that's yes. what, that's Thanks. what we need. Thanks. Um, uh, speaking of, um, uh, work, um, how did, how did your opportunity at Marvel happen when you you started with um uh like black cat you started with like you said spider-man which uh, i want to dig in more about that because you got to work on a character that you loved as a a kid um how did the opportunity at marvel come up
1: right okay yeah so i basically i'm 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 ticking things off as i go uh in terms of (laughs) Okay, like Spider Man and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. These these are the things that I need to draw in order right. to fulfill to fill to fulfill certain uh, ambitions. But um, uh, I think I mean I've I've, I've been working for 2008 for a few years and doing and then also for Vertigo um, doing some creator owned things and. Um, um, and I'd sort of stayed in contact with Marvel through up, throughout that, uh, um, and so it was, uh, uh, was the talent scout okay. um, before he had the big job. Uh, and, <laughs> and so, and so, I would every now and again, I would send him new pages and say, oh, "This, I'm, what this is what I'm working on at the moment. If you, if you know, if there's anything you need, let me know." Um, and he would always email back and say, yeah, we'll keep we'll keep you in mind for something." <laughs> uh, and you never know, right? You never know if that means uh, get out of here, kid, you know, good. or uh, or 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 if something might come up, and you have to, I think, work on the assumption that you know, may, hope that something might come up, and then I think, and then one day, the, an email just came through saying, "Oh, there's a thing." You know, can you draw? Can you draw a thing? I believe it was a Star Wars. Uh, a Is it tie, the Tie Fighter series? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it was. And it was. Um. Um. Uh. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was. It was very. Turned out to be quite difficult timing. Uh. But I and uh. I, I remember drawing drawing that. It was just a short story, but I remember drawing it. I wasn't in my studio. I was. There was. It was. It was kind of chaotic, and I and I had a and I had a like the flu, and uh, and I remember thinking, oh my god, this is this is terrible. Like I've done everything in my power to kind of get here, and to make a good job of it. But it's. But I'm going to break it, and, uh, oh, no. and that will be it. And it was, you know, uh, it was one of those moments where you just think, oh, this is. You know, life kind of crashing in on on on, on your ambitions, but right. uh, uh, thankfully they didn't hold it against me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so um, yeah, and then I think um, after that, I think uh, Nick Nick Low got in touch about doing something. Who's the Spider Man editor? Got in touch with doing something. Um, uh, doing a backup story for Black Cat. But, um, but it was, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it, it, it takes a while, I think. You know, yeah. It was probably a few years of sort of conversation, just kind of friendly conversation with um, C.B. Sibliski and other people at Marvel who are all sort of contactable and approachable. You know, yeah. I'm, it, I'm worried that I'm deluging their inboxes. No, no, no. It's like,
0: <laughs> they're like um, th- that persistence, that patience, that uh, mm. you referenced earlier, like yeah. continuing to kind of grind until the opportunity comes, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. and um, you you did like I, I will say this, um, like I I am not I am not a normal like Black Cat or Spider Man reader these days, but when I went back and looked in preparation for for our discussion, when I looked at those Black Cat issues, I was like, oh my gosh, that Gilded Saint you 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 drew in those. Yeah that thing was incredible like so it's it, such fun to draw about. i mean and i didn't expect that in a black cat comic like i was like i expected like oh she steals some stuff she beats up some like some thugs nope yeah. giant skeleton like yeah. um you know big god in this you know sea of gold i was like fantastic this yeah. you know yeah. uh I mean, never never try to predict where a comic is going
1: no <laughs> no, no 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 definitely not and i did i mean with black cat that uh that all comes down to jed jed mckay the writer on that who's just just phenomenal i think yeah um, i mean i think everything he does is just, just brilliant um i, I mean I, I you know i say these nice things because i suspect one day jed will be all our bosses <laughs> he's 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 that good um you never yeah, know you never know you never know i think he, yeah um yeah, I, I, yeah, I thoroughly recommend it. Any anything he writes, he, the guy's yeah, he's, he's, got a, he's, a, he's a star. I think it's brilliant writing. I mean, with Black Cat, the, the, the part of the fun of it was, it was light as air, and, and you know, it's it kind of really, it's really fun, it's a really fun book. Yeah, but when but when it comes to laying out the big emotional beats you know he really kind of just knows how to really hit you with a hammer you know just kind of just to knock you down with the uh the the, the, the emotional kind of storytelling i mean it's yeah he's he's amazing it's
0: amazing I, and i i i one of the i mean when you say that it makes me think of um at one of the one of the end of I think it's issue seven that you did on Black Cat, your last issue on Dope, Black Cat. Black Cat and the Black Fox have this moment where like Gilded Saint like takes the Black Fox away, and yeah. and uh, and uh, and uh, Felicity is uh, she's crying, and I was like, oh my goodness, um, this is a uh, you got me, you got me, Jed, yeah. you, you got yeah.
1: me, yeah, because um, it's it's one of those moments where, they, and it's all to do with character. He's he's established. The black cat's character and the black fox's character, is such that they they will come they will come into conflict, even though they're they're friends. They have almost a parental relationship. They will come into conflict in this moment, and they both accept that what you know that they you know that this, this terrible thing that they will do to each other, and and it's hard you know it's kind of and that's real drama you know where it's yeah. inevitable, where it's kind of you've established the characters and and, and yeah. who they are. And so, you know, it's the same if you watch The Sopranos or, you know, any well written yeah. TV, the character leap drives the action. You know, and that's what Jed does so well. I think. And you went, I mean, you went from working with Jed McKay on
0: Black Cat to working with Zeb Wells, you know, in, yeah. with, with Spider Man. So, so, like yeah. that leap to Spider Man, you know, you're going from like street level hero to street level hero. Um, uh, but you're moving from, you know, uh, black cat's a great character but i mean no offense she's no spider-man you're but then you yeah. jump you jump into the seat with spider-man what was the i mean like getting to do a spider-man book like i we've we've talked in the past um with several creators it's like you know what was that like moment where you're like hey like i feel like i've actually done something here and it's like oh well it's the first time i wrote or drew spider-man
1: yeah um
0: because he's the he's he's the the goose he's the goose that laid the golden egg um yeah what was that like
1: yeah. it, I mean it's I mean I think I, I you know I've kind of n- just normalized it in my head now but you know the, but yeah when um when it first came about yeah it was it was it was seismic <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> right it's okay right? really yes yeah, it's, it's 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 one of those things where you you just don't necessarily think that it's going to happen you know you just think well you know i guess you know that that would be nice but i can't i can't ever think that it's going to be a thing you know it would be amazing but what, what are the chances right? yeah yeah and so um so so when it came up it's just um yeah it's one of those i don't know i mean you you know you just have to kind of go okay because you can't get kind of too overwhelmed by it because then you have to go and do it. (laughs) Your your inner
0: child can only do cartwheels for so long before you have to go like actually draw some stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of my first ambitions in comics was to draw Judge Dredd. Uh, Mm. In fact, that was kind of probably at the time it was my only ambition was like, they they let me draw, draw Judge Dredd. Would be happy, you know, (laughs) that that, that would be amazing. But I think when I showed my portfolio to the editor of 2000 AD, you you know, who, uh, where Judge Red resides, yeah uh i mean he said oh I, the, the, the work is very stylized and I, I i mean it wouldn't be suitable for say judge dread <laughs> oh you're like damn it. And <laughs> it you know it's one of those things where you stay composed then you go oh thanks for your time and it's nice to meet you and then you then you walk away and just kind of curl into a fetus <laughs> <laughs> and then you go cry in your car in the parking yeah, lot <laughs> yeah, yeah, not Man. judge Dredd.
0: But, ju- um, but uh <laughs> But then you like you you get you get the Spider-Man book. Like that's yeah. I mean you get to you get to draw Peter Parker, you get to draw Spider-Man, yeah. you get to draw like um were you the first one that drew the goblin queen or or was that before you uh,
1: I well I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit uncertain. I be- okay I be- I believe that um Patrick Gleason actually Okay. I think his issue might have come out first. I mean he certainly designed the Queen Goblin. Okay. Um, So I think his, I, I I'm I'm just curious because, because because we, because we we had several different, because it was a, it was a, it was a big team effort. So we had Sarah, Sarah Pacelli and Patrick and a few other people and, and a few different writers as well. So it became quite kind of who's drawing what. And And there was one of those things where when you're working with a group of people, it's like, what does anyone have, has anyone drawn the lab yet? And, oh, okay. And and then so the and then the editor will come back. And say, no 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 one's drawn the lab yet. You go first. And it's like okay, I'm going to make it look like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory and then drive everyone crazy. <laughs> but, so there is that thing. And it's like, okay, but Patrick's designed. You know, I think Marvel are quite thoughtful about this, or, you know, the editors are, understand these problems. So Patrick is designing was designing the, the, the characters as they were being introduced. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but yes, but I think it's it's possible that the Queen Goblin first kind of flew flew into the skies in one of my comics. It's possible. I
0: mean, the, I mean, the reason why I, I I just asked like she's such a striking character, mm. and and she she's like she's uh, you know I, I again I'm not the biggest Spider Man reader, but she like she's familiar enough that you're like oh that's a goblin character, but then yeah. she's terrifying, and yeah. it's like whoa okay um she's 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 not here to to mess around no um, no she does
1: she, she doesn't have the kind of rationale of, of Norman or Harry Osborn lurk, which lurking which is insane behind, to say yeah yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it like how much uh, how much weight do you want to give that but yeah she doesn't even have that it's uh yeah she's a, t- a, ter- a terrifyingly malevolent character
0: if, if if Norman Osborn looks level-headed next to you you're probably <laughs> unhinged um yeah. but um yeah so you get done with those those few issues of spider-man and then the next like big marvel thing was what we're here to talk about today it's jane foster and the mighty thor um and before we jump into like the actual like story and and, like kind of looking at a few different things from the issues um that opportunity um because you've been you've been working on street level heroes you know black cat Mm -hmm. spider-man i mean thor is a completely different style of like, uh, yeah. of storytelling. Um, yeah. I, I remember a conversation we had, um, a while back with, um, um, artist, uh, Ron friends from the eighties and nineties. And, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how, when he and Tom DeFalco, like they wanted to do Spider-Man, but yeah. then they were given this long run on Thor and, uh, and Ron was like, it is an entirely different type of, 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 of uh, setting and background yeah. and all that. So when you get this opportunity to, to how did the opportunity to do this Thor limited series come about and then like did you have to like shift your frame of mind to like draw completely different stories or were you like no I'm, I'm, I'm I've done this before I can I can roll with it.
1: Yeah I mean I mean this is this is the thing right because when I when I think of Spider-Man my my mind kind of goes to a few different things sort of Steve Ditko and John, John Romito and uh, and then um, Tom McFarlane, latterly, um, yeah. and even Eric Larson, and, and as, as uh, yeah. a, a certain kind of like di- dynamic kind of sort of nineties kind of right, kind right. Of. Um, uh, but where with Thor, I, I was thinking of Walt Simonson, uh, you know, and his Beta Ray Bill comics and things like that, and it's a, it it's, a, it's quite a you know, it's, I think it all comes back to Kirby in a lot of ways. <laughs> you know? Many things do. <laughs> yeah, many things do. But I think the, the that kind of overall dynamism that Walt, Walt Simonson brought to Thor. That I mean, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I don't because that's quite far from what I do. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you, you know, you talk about Spider-Man, Black Cat as, as being street level. And I think, you know, I'm often surprised that I'm that I'm offered these jobs because. Because in some ways I feel like my art is, is, is more street level <laughs> than these characters that kind of get yeah. up in the get up in the skyscrapers, you know. Uh, right, right. So, you know, but you kind of uh, you, you know. But I think it's um. Uh, it, it, you kind of think well that well that's perhaps I can give a slightly different perspective to this. Perhaps I can give um, a kind of lens some naturalism to to the art. The, the, in, in a good way rather than yeah. uh in a kind of in, in, in rather than just making things look kind of more pedestrian you know more 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 um uh more more n- normal in in, the, in a sort of derogatory uh, sense i i think i again
0: correct me but you know it's i i I I don't have any ambition to critique your work in any single way but I've noticed like I've I've read quite a few Thor comics on this in this journey and sometimes Thor is this character he gets he gets irrationally bulked up like he gets like muscles on muscles on muscles on muscles and like I open up your book with Thor and I'm like oh that actually looks like a real guy Like that actually looks like, I mean, yeah, he's still dynamic. He's still super, but like his traps don't have traps, you know, his biceps (laughs) don't have biceps. Like um it's, it's a little more slimmed down, but like it's, it's realistic. And I was like, Oh, this is actually refreshing because I've read so many issues of Thor where it's like, that there's no way that guy exists like there's no way that character could even like it's it's it, you know it's it's like watching yeah. a it's like Godzilla you know uh yeah. it's like nope it's it's yeah. illogical. it wouldn't work yeah. um yeah. Did, did with that you saying like more of a, a street level style and kind of you know coming from those characters that you had just done for Marvel what did Will Moss like offer this up to you was that a conversation you guys had or like
1: was, yeah, I mean, it, that... it yeah, it was it was basically um um uh, uh it was kind of an email out of the blue from Will, and then uh you know I'm a huge kind of uh, a huge fan of a lot of the books that Will's edited in the past, so. Uh, to uh, ah, the you know, to get the emails. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, basically, whatever whatever Will's up to, you know, I I'm in. Yeah. So um, he's got a pretty good uh, track record. He does. He does. He's great. And um, um and he you uh, and it's and it's but then I was super curious about how, how it would be to work with Will, and it was just uh, you know a breeze the whole way through. Um, but yeah, that was essentially, I mean, I, my feeling was that he, he you know, he's edited a lot of great books and um, if he's putting this together and would like me to be part of it, uh, uh, who am I to say no? <laughs> and and he, he knows what I'm doing. I mean, this is what I mean going back to this kind of, the idea was kind of street level. Like if, if, if he feels that, that, that it can bring something to the book, then I'll, I will try and bring it. So it's, um, uh, yeah, I was all in straight away really.
0: Well, I, speaking of being all in and being all for it, uh, on the other side of this very short break, we're actually going to get into the issues, and we're going to ask Michael some of you know his favorite parts of drawing this. You know, um, what was it like to play in the toy box that is the Nine Realms? Um, so we'll be right back after a brief break. Okay, everyone. Now is the time of the episode where I remind you that we have a Patreon. It is called the Thor Core, And at the link below in this episode description, you can go and support us there. For a few bucks a month, you'll get early episodes, bonus episodes. And if you're a Thor Corps member, you're going to help determine the road for our 2023. We are going to be spotlighting, spotlighting another creator like we've spotlighted Jason Aaron this year. We're either going to do Jack Kirby's Thor... Or Walt Simonson's Thor. So if you have a strong opinion about either and you join the Thor Corps, your voice is going to be heard in that decision making. So one of the perks, a few of the perks of joining the Thor Corps today, just wanted to let you know, remind you that either way, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate your support and we hope you enjoy the rest of this conversation with Michael Dowling. Okay, everybody, we are back from our uh, brief break back with uh, Michael Dowling talking about Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor recent limited series that um, did kind of coincide with the, um, you know, highlighting Thor, you know, Love and Thunder came out and um, the Banner of War uh, crossover was happening. Uh, There was a lot of Thor books happening at the same time. And um, we, in recent months, we've talked with um, Banner of War artist Martin Cocolo several times about his work on Thor. And um, now we're going to get to break down this limited series with Michael. It's going to be awesome. And uh, I just wanted to, um, to give uh, fans that maybe haven't read the limited series um, a little bit of a kind of here's what the story is about um, before we, you know, uh, we, we dice it up a little bit. Uh, This is a really simple story. In my opinion, it's a really simple story. Um, It's, it's a story of Jane being put in this um, situation where Thor is nowhere to be seen and war is again, coming to Asgard. Asgard's constantly in this state of fighting off, you know, armies and dark elves and trolls and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's almost, Um, it's almost kind of run of the mill. It's like, it's like routine for Asgard to be under attack. So uh, Jane knows that Thor is nowhere to be seen. So she goes to find Thor and Runa, who um, you you may recognize as like the Tessa Thompson version of Valkyrie. Um, She is, she goes immediately to Asgard and she, alongside, you know, uh, Lady Sif, Beta Ray Bill, um, the, the gods of Asgard, they're trying to uh thwart this attack from all these different classic thor villains that i definitely want to ask michael about um but the, you know, the, the, the war begins and uh, Jane is put through the paces um, trying to find Thor to get Thor back to Asgard mm-hmm. so that they can squash this latest, you know, an attempt at an invasion. Um, that's kind of the wide sweeping, um, you know,
1: yeah. Like yeah. plot yeah. lines. Summed, yeah. Some summed perfectly. Right. A yeah.
0: lot of things happen along the way. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> A lot yeah. of different things happen, um, yeah. but um we 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 talked about kind of what you brought to this limited series but what was it like working with thorin um getting like getting these scripts and and mm-hmm. working alongside her to bring this story to
1: fruition well i mean it was um it, as soon as i got the first uh, script um you, i knew that this would be um like like this. This is going to work. This is going to be uh, uh, an easy. Uh, uh, this is going to be a, a, a great collaboration because it, it it's it's kind of all it's all in it's all in the script what you need to know about like where like where where uh, what's happening in Asgard and, and 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 Jane's kind of motivations and then it just becomes. As you get into the story, that the the the, the uh, those kind of themes about you know why why how how important Thor is to Asgard and, yeah. and um and, and kind of Jane's understanding of that uh, you know it it, it just comes becomes deeper as as the story goes along and uh, uh, so so straight away I mean I knew that my job was going to be pretty simple just to draw the script and I didn't yeah. have to second guess it or overthink it or anything it was just okay I, I, uh, it's all here I just I draw the pictures you know, which is <laughs> which for an artist is great you know, right right if, if you have like to think to further
0: than that maybe you know you're you're out, outside the depth
1: um, yeah, this is it. Yeah.
0: but I you you so when we were uh corresponding back and forth you had said something to the effect of it an, I'm paraphrasing but you're like I am not an expert at Thor, and and when you said like everything was in the script, um, and it, well, we know like you know you're busy making comics, you maybe don't have you don't have time to go back and do all this research and all this kind of stuff, and you know find reference points. When you get those scripts and you're like, oh hey, I don't have to, I don't have to like be a PhD in this character. That's awesome. Um, when you get that, I mean that that must like taking a lot of weight off your shoulder as the artist because yeah. then you just you, like you said you just get to draw the pictures
1: yeah is that exactly and i think it's um um because i think uh, will mentioned that this is uh it's obviously part of continuity with uh, the previous jane foster books and i'd uh read i read a bunch of jason aaron's run um on we're big uh, for, fans of that here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big fans. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, I mean, I'm a huge Jason Aaron, Aaron fan, full stop, since the other side and um scalped, still one of my favorite oh my comics God. ever. The goddamned. So, and and <laughs> oh. the goddamned, yeah. Oh, it's just it's wonderful, wonderful good stuff, stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh and so so I, I was kind of part I was kind of partially up to speed. But then I was like, oh, no, I have, I've got these gaps in my knowledge on it. But as soon as I read the script, I was like, oh, okay. I think I know where everyone is. And, and like emotionally and, and, what, and what, what's needed for the story. And right. um, yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, if, you, if you're going to take on a character to, 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 you know, you just don't have time to read 700 issues of continuity. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's like, ultimately I know Jane Foster and Thor. Through this book, these these this is the Jane Foster and Thor that I know. Yes, and, you know, and uh, and people ask me about Thor, and I'm like, no, no this is all I know. <laughs> Sorry,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know what I drew. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so, but you know, being a, being a a, a long time comic book fan and growing up, at least adjacently aware of these characters, when you yeah. get handed this script that is full of most. Most of the like roster of Thor yeah. characters, yeah. you look at this toy box of all these different <laughs> Thor characters you get to draw. Um, was there any character you were like, Oh, I'm really looking forward to bringing them to life, or I, I like, I've always wanted to draw them? Was there any character in here that you were particularly excited about?
1: I'm super curious to draw Beta Ray Bill, how, yeah, because I was like, How does that work? You know, because every time. <laughs> I you know, look at a drawing of him. You know, how does is, that work? How does that work? <laughs> Maybe Walt Simonson can answer that someday for yeah, me. Yeah, you should ask him. You know, it's, um, you know, and I, and as soon as I started drawing it, as soon as I started drawing the character, I was like, oh, I'm not sure I know. You know like, I, I would like to ask Walt well, Simonson how to do that. Um, uh, but I ended, the character I ended up having the most fun drawing was uh, Sim. Uh, who oh you know, yeah
0: and who's the just, demon of
1: limbo the demon of limbo yeah who's just um um just a kind of great big lump of a character with a horn in the middle of his head you know and it looks like he's I mean this is the thing also with drawing characters from who who were possibly designed in the 70s or 80s yeah and and, and Obviously, Dwayne. No, no. Delta. I'm going to say his name. Daniel. Yeah, dotterman dotterman Yeah. So obviously, he redesigned the dark elves and the frost giants. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. And 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 that and that and there's a wonderful designs that that you then get to work with, but. But a lot of characters haven't been haven't had that uh, editorial leeway to be yeah. redesigned. So, so you know, it's not really your place as an artist com- coming into the Marvel universe to kind of raise your hand and say, "Can I? I'd like to redesign." all of the characters that I'm drawing, please. <laughs> you know, like, I think Thor should now have a sword. Is that, is that cool? You know? Yeah. yeah. You, 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 you this
0: know. hammer thing is kind of outdated and it's overplayed.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on, guys.
0: Michael, I don't think we're going to um, have you draw Thor then.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's, you, you know, you can't redesign everything. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you know, you, you, you I, I would say that, um, uh, you know so 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 we had to deal with you know so we had to deal with some of the characters the way the, the way they are and so with yeah yeah a character like sim he's wearing what looks to be a, a black waistcoat and black cycling shorts <laughs> right and nothing else <laughs> it's it's so simple like how, how could like, michael like how could
0: you ever screw sim up like he's he's too basic to screw up
1: <laughs> you kind of think man if someone walked into my local pub wearing that you know it's kind of I mean, like, you know, best of luck. Best of luck. To <laughs> <laughs> oh, so some choices were made. Okay, choices were made, or not made, possibly. You know, just oh, things. Yeah, were, I mean, things were thrown on. You know, they've, they've you know, they've been on the uh, the, the, the the sort of pan, the pandemic indoor exercise bike. You know, right, they, right, they, right. <laughs> they signed up for that, but then they need to put something on to go to the pub, so they put on a waistcoat. You know, and, I, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you could
0: have bet money i'd be like what character are we going to talk about the most I'm like i sim i wouldn't even i wouldn't even guess but he, he he's he's such a fun character to kind of just play with because he's kind of he's kind of a goon yeah. like and and when when he showed up i will say this when he shows up at the end of his issue issue two or three um yeah. i was like what is what is he doing here like because he yeah. I, I I closely associate Sim with like X-Men stuff and like limbo with um you know different characters. I'm like, okay, okay, hmm. so we're gonna get some characters that aren't exactly part of the Thor uh Rogues yeah. Gallery, yeah. which you know at the end, <clears throat> at the end we get Aries. Aries comes out of nowhere. Oh, Aries, fantastic, yeah. Like yeah, well, yeah, and, yeah. and Aries is another character, like he's got such a simple design. So, like, did you feel like Oh, maybe I can be a little bit more creative here. Or were you like, no, like let's oh kind of no, I mean there's what it, they it, know, what
1: they know. I mean with Aries. I mean I feel I feel like um uh, the, the the sort of iconography of, uh, of of Greek armor and uh you know you, you know is, is so strong, you know. I yeah. Think, you, know, it's, you should just think about uh the, the the shape of the he- the, sh- the shape of the helmet right uh and and just uh and the kind of the roman kind of skirt kind of uh, you know yeah uh, i think i think that is roman rather than greek but um but it's but it's those elements are just kind of so iconic you just right you just you you know i I don't want to mess with that <laughs> it's well, like, um, and i think you
0: you did i I'm, I'm again i i don't pre- presume to 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 know everything or even anything about this. Um, But when you, like Ares is another character kind of like Thor where I feel like usually he gets bulked up to these like, like just unbelievable like amounts of muscles and stuff. But like you kept him like pretty trim and he was believable. And I was like, oh, I actually believe that that Ares like could exist like in a Marvel movie or yeah. in you know like heck you know like a really great cosplayer could pull off that look of Ares um but uh, I enjoyed that really simple almost like stripped down view
1: of him yeah but I think in the um in in the last issue I think in the last issue um um uh, what's his name uh, uh Tyr how is that how is that how do you pronounce uh, tier, it tier tier. Yep. Tier is kind of he suddenly realized I think he's realizing that he may have made a bad deal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, um and, and 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 he he, he was realizing kind of Aries' resolve to just just bring the, the utter chaos and violence of war to Asgard. Um and in the, and 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 so as Tears kind of kind of trying to talk, <laughs> pointlessly trying to talk Ares back from the from the joy of war. Um, it, it, in the script, it, it called for Ares to stand, you know, with his arms wide, uh, arms outstretched, to be like, this, you know, this is what I bring. Right. This this is my church, you know, this is, this is what, I, this it's is such what, a as, great as, line. Yeah, as, as, as kind of, uh, as Asgard burns behind him. Um, but, it, but in the end, I, you know, and that's how I kind of drew it in the layouts. Where, where he's almost Christ-like with his arms out. And, right. And kind of, but, but, but in the end, I just had him just turn around, you know, with his arms at his side. I'm looking axe, at it right now. <laughs> he's he just turned around. And he's just like, yeah, this is my church, man. This is, this is how we're going to do it. Oh, and it's I, such a good I, line. And, and I, 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 I like the idea of just, if, you know, that quiet understatement. You know, he's 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 not this huge kind of muscle dude. He doesn't have to have histrionics, you know. He, yeah. he, he can he's not just, the Hulk. Like he, he's not he's, the Hulk.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 were there any like you said, kind of like a lot of these characters are iconic with like their looks. Was there any? Were there any challenges in this project that you kind of had to like kind of rack your brain over? Um, um, that you know. You get that challenge, you're like, OK, I'm going to have to sit with this one for a little while and kind of workshop it. Was there anything like that in in, in these five issues?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of, I mean, beforehand kind of getting the look of the characters right is always always difficult. Yeah. And, and it is and it it is not my inclination to draw like. Mm-hmm. Exaggerated physical forms. You know, my my inclination is to kind of norm, normalize <laughs> normalize people, <laughs> yeah. But, hope, but hopefully not to the extent that it's kind of you know it becomes become boring or pedestrian. Definitely but, not boring. I, I mean, but, not at all. Yeah, and so so it was a, a, a case of just trying to. Um, I mean, the biggest challenge was the roster of characters, right? Because there's so many. So, so many. So many characters. I mean, Thorin brought everyone in, so it's a case of trying to get everyone, everyone to look right, and then get it consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It's so easy to kind of lose your way with uh, uh, how characters look and, and and things like that, and then because you, you might think, oh, well, I've got this scene where someone's holding a ham- someone's holding a hammer up and lightning's coming down, and I'm going to put all my effort into that, right? You know, but then if you haven't drawn the characters consistently, then no, one, then it then the, the storytelling won't work, and then the impact of that mo- moment somebody calling down lightning for a splat for a big splash it won't it won't carry you know yeah so so you have to attend to i knew i'd have to attend to a lot of character work and so i had you know literally almost every page i was i was having to open up a folder and go back to my original drawings and like a reference like an internal reference for go back to the reference and and,
0: for this limited series specific style um you know i one thing i loved is um, and I'll, I'll, uh, um, I want to know like some of like, what were, what were your favorite story elements that you got to put into this that you're like most proud of. Um, but I noticed like, because this is still in continuity, you know, uh, you, you, uh, you have the, the Nick Klein inspired Thor gear. And I've actually, the, the one with the big rune on it. And like, that is like one of my favorite adjustments that like, you talk about characters, you know, maybe you're not able to be like, hey, I want to change up Thor's whole look. It's like, sometimes maybe you don't get that leeway. Like Nick Klein got that leeway at the beginning of this latest volume of Thor. And like that, like, that outfit is so crisp and, and clean and cool. Like I, I loved it. Um. So uh, I loved like the val- the Valkyrie armor. I've really come to enjoy that. You know when when you uh, did like uh, Undiarn um, as the all weapon. Like it's these very familiar things that I'm used to with other artists it was like, um, how do you say, um, it was like reading like a, a, the comfort food version of a comic. I was like, oh, it's familiar, but it's fresh. And I yeah. love that. Um, I love that so much. Um, were there uh, elements of the story or maybe specific panels uh, or creative choices that you were just like, I'm really proud of that with this book? I'm,
1: I mean, the <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of flicking i'm i'm looking i'm, I'm looking through the issues now I'm
0: kind of... which right now okay listeners michael's doing something that i like can only dream of doing someday you're like oh look let me look through these five issues of my work here and try to find something that's like the most awesome <laughs> yeah i
1: mean i, I mean it, it's one of the things i really enjoyed drawing was uh, young thor yeah, because it because it was so and those sequences were young boy and, it's, and he's like hiding in a crevasse and there's a giant snake and things because there's no easy explanation that there, there, there isn't that stuff isn't really set up and it isn't necessarily explained to you what's going on. Right. Why, why Thor looks the way he does. So I knew we'd be throwing the reader for a bit of a loop with that you did yes um, yeah as a reader <laughs> you did
0: does, yeah why does
1: Thor look like this and um and so so that was kind of fun to draw knowing that yeah. it would be kind of bewildering right you know? right right and you're sort of hoping well I hope this will be okay you know I hope people aren't too kind of annoyed <laughs> no with, with this um but that yeah that was that was a um um you know just, just specifically draw to kind of draw i forget the giant snake's name it has a uh, a meaningful name in norse mythology is it well jormungand as, it could be, it could be. Um, you know uh
0: let's let you know i'll just i'll just hop up on my uh, marvel unlimited and i'll take a quick look um let's see you know what it uh i don't believe the script actually says his name not in issue one it doesn't um, I, think, I think
1: it appears in issue two.
0: Okay. This let's um, see. <laughs> oh it's Nidhog. Right. A, 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 a beautiful name.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very but I, I, I have realized one
0: thing. Like if 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 Thorn Grunbeck puts something in a Thor comic and it's Norse mythology related, she knows her stuff. Um yes. I mean. Uh, she she's one of those people that like I just don't like when she writes Thor I just don't doubt it I just don't doubt it no, at all. No, 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 no. She, Her and she, Jason Aaron I don't doubt it for a second. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: they 100 know what they're doing. I
0: I will say one of one of my favorite things um that I I just grew to really love this about your style, Michael, is these big like single character pieces like in the in the first issue it was i believe it was one of the preview images that yourself and Thorn shared it's the the picture um the the almost uh, i think it was like a three-fourths page panel of when jane is like about to touch the hammer and she remembers what it was like to be the mighty thor and it's that big image of her with the, yeah. the lightning crackling around her and i was like i, w- I won't lie that preview image ensured that I was going to buy the first issue yeah yeah and yeah. and cuz I knew like cuz there wasn't any there wasn't any text boxes around it yet it was just an image and I was like oh, I was like oh shit that is cool um yeah. and then like in the in the second issue there's the or maybe it's the third issue um there's a the moment with jane uh with the promethean sword mm. uh you know with the fire and the lightning I was like yeah get out of town like yeah. come on this is this is too good um then uh, when i read issue five the last issue my, my favorite panel of that whole book um was when thor jumps off of the long ship and he's jumping to asgard and there's lightning all around him and the cape is like the the i mean uh is it um uh jesus uh abertov that did the colors on this yeah. like his colors are so vibrant and I like I loved that image so much. It was so evocative of like the the Thor stories that I really enjoy. Um mm-hmm. and it's just a simple like there's no dialogue, no nothing. It's, no, no. Yeah. it's just him jumping off of the ship. And I, lo- I yeah. loved
1: that so much. Yeah. But well, I think it goes back to, you know, the sort of you know, Kirby and and the um and then what latterly like uh, what what Simmonson that they they were both people who they're both artists who would set up those dynamic splashes you know so well you know um yeah I mean that's just you know I'm you know I'm thinking of like you know kind of little storytelling details but you're bang on it's the thing that we that we really love as artists is to draw (laughs) those those, those big splashes it's like yeah that's that's the kind of that's the payoff for the for the hard, you know, the hard work leading up
0: to it. One of my, one of my like little internal rubrics with a panel that I look at, I'm like, hmm, would that be a kick-ass poster? (laughs) And like all those images I mentioned, I was like, I like, I want them around my studio. I want them around my studios uh, so much, but I really enjoyed those big, like, focus and there's like some some spots with runa where runa's like riding a pegasus and you just like you focus in on her and like there's all this stuff happening in the background but it's clearly like the image is about her and it's focused on her and i i just love those big single character like focused pieces and i I just i really enjoyed that about the book um and um yeah was there anything else as we kind of wrap up this part of the discussion, then we're going to do an awesome thunder round with Michael. Um, was there anything else about this book or your experience writing Thor, working with Thorin, um, that you just want like listeners to, to know about before, uh, before we close this
1: part of the conversation. Well, I think that, um, I mean, if people have got to the, for people who've got to the end of the book, um, I, mean, I think one of the the things that really um, that really made me value my experience of drawing the book is where Thorin takes the characters where the, ba- the I mean the battle is essentially won by the by the end of book five and then it becomes this question of you know of when do you stop you know when when yeah. do you stop when do you stop fighting the battle? when do you when do you start to um, uh, uh, when do you start to rebuild? You know, when do you start? When do you start to think about what bridges might be kind of constructed between you and, and your adversaries? You know, right. your former adversaries at this point. Um, and I think, and and kind of Jane, you know, uh, spoilers for those who haven't. Read, but but, but right, Jane, right. Jane, Jane is essentially saying to Thor, you, you know. Like we we have won, you know. Like the, we don't need to cr- we the, we we don't need to crush people now. We can we can finish right. This, we, can, we can finish this battle on a note of grace, like if you will, like the, yeah. The, uh, and and. and and, and it's kind of everything that's in Thor you know his pride and his love of kind of fighting and everything like You're that right right and 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 his anger over the, the attack on Asgard it's it, it, it kind of kind of brims you know it comes up to the surface and then he sees the rationale of what she's saying and 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 and, and it and it kind of kind of boils down and simmers down and it, and it's and then everyone has a drink and uh, and a good time is had by all. And it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think to, to kind of to to make a book just so much about conflict, but at the end, re, you know, remembers to. Uh, d- to deal with what happens you know, when the conflict's over. You know, yeah, how, how we act, how we act in in peace as well as adversity. Right.
0: I, I i love that at the end um you you mentioned a great moment when um <clears throat> when Jane says like war like war has never stopped w- war from happening. um and then they come to the conclusion like okay, today we today we choose mercy. Yeah. um and you see like i mean you you drew so so beautifully this uh this kind of final face off between the two of them where they they come to that agreement and mm-hmm. um it was it was a really good ending to a book where. i I won't lie i got to the end of like issues three and four and i was like how are we going to wrap this up in one issue
1: Mm, how
0: are we like because because i mean the story is is so wide spanning and there's so many characters like you said and i'm just like how are we going to come to a satisfying conclusion here um and i feel like the landing was was really good it wasn't just thor and jane beating people into submission um there was a
1: because uh, it's uh, because as fun as that sounds it's never truly satisfying. Is right, it? right. You
0: know? that i mean it's fun one, right. but,
1: but, but, but unless it's got some depth to it it will it will just kind of feel like empty uh empty it'll calories. never stop the next conflict
0: um so i, I just I, I love that ending and uh thank you very much for for drawing everything and just uh presenting a great story um but uh we do have five thunder round questions for for michael dowling um and these are i asked michael if he wanted to know what these were ahead of time and he said no so we're gonna we're gonna
1: fire i was I was, I was feeling brave now i have my concerns
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bra- bravery uh I don't, I don't i hope bravery is not required for the thunder round it's it's uh, <laughs> i think we're more. gonna have a lot of fun getting to know michael here um with these five quick questions so michael first question of the thunder round if you were a superhero, what would your powers be? All right, fly. Well, flight, Obviously, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> there's no way you haven't thought
1: about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... yeah, I mean, it's. I don't need to think about it. That's how right, much right. I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, flight. Uh, um, but it's. But it's, There's tears of it, right? Like, I
0: mean, right,
1: right. Like when, because when I was like a teenager. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was a skateboarder, uh, and and I, but I, in my mind that was always the same as that was like being Spider-Man because you go into a city and it's like your playground. So, you know, right. you know, right. and you, and you know, you, you do kind of you ollie down steps and you kind of find gr- the grind spots and you, you know, and it's a way you turn, you turn these big open spaces into your kind of, uh, you, you, know, your, 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 place to go and freestyle, you know, you, right. You, you right. Know, Cause that's what always what Spider-Man looked like to me. He's, he's the guy who he really had the keys to the city. He could go to all the places <laughs> you, that none of us can get to. Yeah. So that was, um, that was always uh, huge to me so on t so if you're going to have mid-level powers then web, right. webs, webs, enough you know enough strength to web swing around a yeah yeah would be great if we're going to go top tier powers then well you know up tier then flight yeah 110%. right yeah. flight
0: okay i mean flight flight's a good one uh you know and uh i i feel like that's kind of a when people think of like hey if you pulled like a bunch of people that like didn't read comics be like what what powers do superheroes have be like well they fly and you know th- that would probably be like one of the first ones not a like fantastic answer second question what is the most unusual thing you have ever eaten or drank uh
1: okay well <laughs> all right well here's a here's a comic related thing okay uh, fantastic uh i mean this is this is this was less unusual probably this is probably like just it's possibly just annoying <laughs> i think but, but, but i think bef- um, before i started drawing spider-man i i i i i, I, I drank some Lager, lagavulin which is a which is a very good scotch whiskey yes yeah. um, which is, but i believe it's also the favorite whiskey of um, the guy from Parks and Rec. Uh,
0: Ron um, Swanson,
1: Nick Ron, Offerman's it's, it's, character. Yeah, from it's, Ron Swanson, it's Ron Swanson. It's the Swanson's, only reason I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's Ron Swanson's uh, whiskey of choice. Uh, I tell you, Ron, Ron Swanson, a man of wisdom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> truly, I mean, truly. Yeah, it's very expensive, but it's very, but it's very, but it's very good. Um, terms of eating unusual things you know i don't i, I honestly i mean i live by the coast uh, so you know we get to eat a lot of weird sea creatures here you know Ooh. There's, there's lobster and oysters uh, are you know all year round i'll so, take
0: oysters but, as unusual because oysters yeah. like they look gross like they they taste they, delicious
1: they look yeah. gross I mean, the, the idea is they taste they taste like lovely fresh sea air or something. You know, it's it's like being by it's like being by by being by the sea and it's wonderful and fresh. But yeah, you have to get past that. that. You have to get past the visual <laughs> to get to the actual good part. Yeah, um, third question:
0: Who would play you in a movie about your life? Oh, man. Who would
1: play me? This is
0: where you say like Chris Hemsworth or like Chris Evans.
1: Yeah, yeah. For, for, the, for, the, for the listener who has never seen a picture of me, uh, absolutely, uh, Chris Evans. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Jason Momoa. Like Henry Jason Cowell. Momoa, yeah. Um, but yeah, probably... A, 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 you know what? I've never thought about this. this I like, I mean, years ago, there was an advert on British TV for Wrigley's Chewing Gum okay and the the guy in the advert looked just like me and so i would get stopped all the people people say oh you're that guy from the advert i think at some point i start saying yeah 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 that's me so so that guy guy. the guy the guest the
0: guy from the wrigley's chewing gum commercial a few years back you will yeah. be playing Michael Dowling in the voice yes. in the, the film about his yeah. life. He's basically um, a slightly more handsome version of me. He, he can a, t- a TV ready Michael Dowling. <laughs> a TV Dowling. ready me, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, question number four. Uh, tell us like one or two of like your pet peeves. Uh, oh, pet peeves.
1: Um, I'm not... Uh, I mean, I spend a lot of time just at the drawing board, and so when people drive by playing loud music, I i I'm an <laughs> urge to run out into the street and start to dancing to, to to kind of just to let them know I can hear their music.
0: <laughs> like the crazy comics guy was dancing again. I don't
1: know why. <laughs> <laughs> Where does he go?
0: Your your rap music's too loud. <laughs> it's
1: too loud. It's too loud. Um, uh, yeah maybe that and uh I mean I, I mean I you know I try I I I, I you know you, you try not to have too many peeps right you know right uh, right because 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 that because they'll bring you they'll, they'll, they'll bring you down um, I, I mean <laughs> we I mean I moved house not long ago, and actually I don't it's very quiet where I am now well hey so you- I might be I might be peeve free. You, know. <laughs> you
0: got rid of you got rid of your significant pet peeve, and now yeah, like didn't. all is just, well.
1: Yeah, you just you just got to you just got to liberate yourself. Right?
0: <laughs> you got to <laughs> liberate yourself. Uh, the last question. This is a a uh, a one that I believe we've asked every creator. Um, if you could have dinner with one comics creator, past or present, who would it be and why?
1: Oh crikey! Yeah, that's the one i mean probably i mean this is difficult because there's people you admire right right and, right you know like i mean i think and then but would they be great dinner conversation <laughs> that's why i added the dinner thing and there's like because <laughs> you have to talk to this person for like two or three hours yeah that's it that's it mean, you kind of so you know because that's the thing, you'd be saying, oh, well, so 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 Frank, why did you write and draw the Holy Terror? <laughs> you know, it's sort of a, you know, it might not be the best dinner conversation, really. You no, know, it's um, I'm sure it'd be interesting. But um I I I mean, I love uh I'd I'd, I'd love to talk to someone like Daniel clowes I mean, because okay. yeah, I mean, you know, it's from like you know, independent comics really. Uh, uh, that that would be interesting. But I would I would like to talk to Frank Miller. I would I'd love to. I'd love to hear his you know about his journey from kind of you know Daredevil, Dark Knight Returns, and we- you're I mean, it's, it's seminal work stuff stuff that right. kind of blew, blew my mind uh, uh, all the way through. You know
0: you know frank miller is not a bad answer i mean we've never had a yeah. bad answer but like frank miller feels like one that you got to kind of respect no matter what yeah. um yeah. frank oh, I, I would also
1: i i would love i'd love to talk to kevin eastman and and hear about the process of blowing yeah. the millions yeah. and millions of dollars that came from, <laughs> the teenage from your silly turtle the comic <laughs> yeah, like, so you make all this money and then you kind of You kind of blew it all on publishing amazing comics through tundra i I mean i would love love to hear that process as well i mean and hey who knows
0: maybe maybe the maybe the dream scenario expands and you talk to frank miller and kevin eastman at the same time like holy crap what would that be like Um, you know real like the the pillars of 80s kind of comics right right (laughs) uh i mean yeah michael i mean thank you for doing the thunder round It's, uh, I hope listeners are like, Hey, I know, you know what? I know a weird fact about Michael Dowling that you might not know. Like maybe you can break that out at like a comic-con someday. Um, (laughs) Did you know that he does not like loud music outside of his house? Um, But uh, as we uh, wrap up our whole conversation, Michael, I just want to say thank you. And um, thank you for taking us back through this, this Jane Foster limited series. Um, what are you up to next and how can fans like keep you know keep uh you know tabs on what's going on in, in your world
1: uh, well it's uh the, the next thing i'm doing is a hallows eve miniseries now this uh, awesome it has has been announced uh, i think so um and I, but i don't really know much about it I'm I'm, at the moment I'm just uh, I'm kind of doing a bunch of covers and things um whilst whilst the whilst the next whilst Hallows Eve comes together okay it it, it is it does tie into Spider-Man and it's to do with this dark web uh crossover that's, that's coming up. I'm very excited um, for that. Yeah, it looks kind of fun. So I think the X the X Men are, are in on this, and uh, they
0: you, they they're
1: in on a lot of stuff. It seems to be. So these days. These days, yeah. I hear these <laughs> X Men guys are popular. Yeah, could, could be a thing. Could be a thing. Um, and so I'm really looking. Uh, I'm really looking forward to getting getting started on that. now um, yeah, I've got a short a short story in uh, uh, Mary Jane and Black Cat. Uh, issue One, which okay. comes out soon, I think, in, okay. uh, in a month or two. Um, that's another Jed McKay book, so 100. Uh, uh, percent Everyone should go and go check pick that, that out because um, it will be fantastic, uh, I'm sure. Uh, um, and you can you can find me uh, on my poorly curated Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> which... oh, oh,
0: we'll we'll tag you in a bunch of stuff so people can go yeah. find you um but i mean we're excited for hollows eve we're excited yeah. for uh, uh mary jane and black cat I, michael thank you again um this has been awesome yeah hey,
1: um, thanks for having me thank
0: you and uh if fans uh listeners of the show thank you for listening today you can find us at mighty thor podcast on instagram uh you can rate review and subscribe to the show you can join our patreon the thor core And you can get all bonus episodes and uh, early episodes, fun stuff like that. Um, But until we see you next time aboard the Rainbow Bridge, I encourage you, dear listener, to do one thing, and that is stay worthy.